SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Warning. The following program contains shocking content that may give you a better or worse than pessimistic hope on anything you like. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. There was such a Super Bowl atmosphere that if you're a Nick fan and you lost, I'd be a little concerned. I'd be a little concerned at just that, you know, okay, you have a second shot at this, but I just wonder if they know that you do. It's Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel. Welcome to Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM Channel 204 and your local radio affiliate all around the nation on this Tuesday, May 25th. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in for the next two glorious hours, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E. Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact icon icon and fire away. Emails, tweets, phone calls, little YouTube chat as well on an Opposite Picks Tuesday. Well, what the Bucks happened to the Heat? Will Portland eat up the Nuggets? What a wild night in the NHL. Do the streaks continue in baseball? Are Las Vegas fans going wild after their possible elimination game? Uh, LeBron exposed as a fraud. Uh, Forget one, I'd ask for seconds. Beers, yes. Roids, no, no way. And the PGA says, oops. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, emails, and tweets right here again on a Tuesday, May 25th. What's up, LLs, loyal listeners? How are you on this Tuesday morning? As always, a busy, busy day. We got some NBA playoffs, a couple of blowout games last night. Uh, we got the hockey five games on the slate. You had a couple go to overtime. You had a couple of teams facing elimination. We'll see if they uh, fended off elimination. Baseball, you had at least five teams, you know, on decent little winning slash losing streaks. And, you know, the old saying, winners bet with streaks, losers bet against streaks. We'll see how that goes. Uh, you got Atlanta Falcon on, uh, not uh, four-letter network, by the way, on uh, Fox Sports, saying that, uh, you know, and a great example of why former athletes should not be on the radio or TV. They just should uh, I'm sorry, you know. Uh, radio hosts shouldn't be on uh, in professional sports, and you could say professional athletes shouldn't be on the radio. But thanks for nothing there yesterday. Uh, but anyway, he was on a four-letter network or the uh, three-letter network, Fox. <laughs> uh, I had no vote against them, and I really had no vote against ESPN as far as the work goes. It's just that you know they want to hog all the sports and take credit for every story that's out there. That's all. Um, and he said he wants out of Atlanta. And the report is that a four-letter network did report. That they're asking for a first-round draft to us. We'll get to that. Where should he go? Well, FanDuel post the team uh, that he'll likely be traded to, if he is traded at all. Uh, the golfing world apologized yesterday. How about that for what happened over the weekend? And we got all our trends. We got our opposite picks. We got our uh, pyramid plays. We got our shots on goal, which came through again last night. I, I tell you, the only thing is you're gonna not you're gonna hate me for this. <clears throat> you know, last night we went. Uh, I think it was seven and two. I got to double check. We didn't play them all, but the guys that we normally play went in seven and two. 
So, but um, I feel a little guilty, and I, I, I'm crazy. I really, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, and I'm going to do something I know I shouldn't do. But I'm going to give my neighbor our picks for the first time. Yeah, I'm going to put the uh, the Plainview, New York whammy on our shots on goal props. So all that is coming up right here on a uh, terrific Tuesday, if you will, six minutes past the hour as we welcome in our full audience. So we'll start in the NBA as uh, we did. We had two blowout games. I, you know, you'd think, you know, when the regular season is done with, you know, we get rid of all the nonsense, guys playing, not playing, sitting, not trying, trying, you know, the whole kit and caboodle you got to deal with in a regular season NBA meaningless game, right? But you, once the playoffs got here, you think we'd have good competitive basketball. And while the first two days weren't too, too bad, yesterday, I, I don't know how you explain it. I, I don't know, you know, if you're the Miami Heat, we'll start there. You know, they are down one nothing in a series. They lose a close game in overtime, game one. They beat this same team last year in five in the postseason. So you know they're they're competitive against them. It's not a one-sided series. Point spread's only four and a half, five on FanDuel. And uh, the Heat just get blown out from start to finish. Just absolutely from start to finish. 132-98, not even close. Bucks led by 26 after the first quarter. How is that possible? I, I mean, you're the Miami Heat, you're the defending Eastern Conference champs. You don't necessarily have your backs to the wall, but you're down one game to none. You think you'd come out flying, and you're down 26 after the first quarter. I mean, I could put the girls to peak a high fifth, sixth grade team out there and do a better job than what Miami did yesterday. And that that's just and then later on tonight is the, the late game. Okay, you have to sit through that garbage. So you're thinking, okay, the late game is going to be a little bit better. Portland wins, and uh, lo and behold, now it wasn't a blowout from start, start, start to finish like that one was. But 128 to 109, Denver led by six after one. They led by 12 at the half. Uh, they led by 14 going into the fourth quarter. You know, Portland made a couple of little runs there, but when all was said and done, they never really got it close, close. We had thought that they were going to lose the game. And another, you know, you have a chance to, you know, you only have so many opportunities to win series. Portland had a chance last night to win that series, going up two zip, winning the first two games on the road. And not only didn't they win, they didn't even show up. Outside of Lillard, who had 42 points, and they lose by 19. I, I just don't understand how that happens in a playoff game. Crazy. Just getting it away. Hour number one, opposite picks on a Tuesday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. No injury management. I have a throwback, something that's been a rarity. And here he comes again in Nuggets franchise history. Jokic thought about it, now to Campazzo, that's an open three, and he hits! Everybody who's played for Denver tonight has had a positive impact on the game. That's really impressive. Jokic! He is pure basketball poetry. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. 
That's uh, that is uh, one way of putting it. I don't know if I'd go that uh, that far. Poetry in motion there, but it was 15 of 20 last night. Was the Joker good for 38 points? Two of four from three point land. Six of six from the uh, <clears throat> charity stripe. And uh, Denver uh, wins at 128 to 109 as the evenest series at one game apiece. And uh, more importantly. That was our best NBA play. Now, we only had two games, but still, uh, that was our best NBA play, so we won that one. And that was the uh, first leg of our six-club parlay that we like to do in hour number two. So, cha-ching, cha-ching on that one. I did think Denver was going to win. I didn't know if they would win by 19 or not, but I, I figured that was a tough spot for Portland. I will tell you that. But, again, uh, and uh, ESPN there with the call, when you have an opportunity to win a series, you, you don't have that. You know, sometimes you go the whole series without having an opportunity. You ask the Edmonton Oilers about that, right? But they had an opportunity, did Portland, to win that series. That You win the first two games on the road, that, that series is done. It, it's, it's good as done. You can count on one hand how many times a team rallies from 2 nothing down, losing the first two games at home. So you might not win, but I just – I, I don't I don't get how you lose by 19 points. Uh, you, you know you had one guy play. You know Lillard played for 42 points. McCollum not too bad, 21. But you know, and you didn't even get an A game out of uh, Michael Porter Jr. He only had 18 points. You, you really just had the Joker. I mean, 38 points. I mean, you can't have somebody guard him. No, nobody on that Portland Jailblazer team can guard a big, slow white guy. I I, I don't understand that. I just you know, he, he's not super quick. He, you know I. But, boy, he didn't miss. He, he made some unbelievable shots last night. Eight rebounds, five assists. Man, that's why he's probably going to win the MVP. So Denver in an absolute positive, without a shadow of a doubt, must-win situation. And they did come through. I like teams in that spot. You know, it's, from a betting aspect, which is what we're all about here, in order to make money, you should almost root for the favorite to lose game one. You know, favorite wins game one. You don't know what's going to happen game two. They may take their foot off the pedal, especially if they win in a blowout. You know, you don't have the zigzag theory really in effect. You know, the zigzag theory really is based on the better team losing versus the underdog losing and thinking they're going to bounce back. You know, the best spots are when the better team or the perceived better team, and I think Denver is the better team, loses and then they're put in a situation, whether they're better or not, you know, the home court advantage team. Uh, and they're put in a situation like they were last night of, if we lose, it's not, man, that, that's it, we, we're over. So they had to win, and they did win. And when you have that mental edge, Portland's playing with house money, it's rare. It's the mark of a really, really, really good team to be able to win game one as an underdog and then be able to win game two. And if most teams had that ability, they wouldn't be underdogs. You know, it's the cart before the horse. You know, you wouldn't be a lower seed if you were a really, really, really good team. So you can't ask a fifth or sixth seed as Portland is to be able to do that. Because if they were able to do that, then, like I said, they wouldn't be a sixth seed. So it really is a pretty good betting, you know, system. I don't know what the uh, overall against the spread numbers are. But I bet you, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, they are way in favor of that home team that lost game one. So you really should be rooting for home teams to lose game one because it does help you game two. Now, Milwaukee, meanwhile, I I, I can't figure that out. I did like Miami last night. 
you know, after losing the way they did game one, you know, going toe-to-toe with them last year, going toe-to-toe with them in, in the three games they played this season. I mean, who could see that coming, right? I mean, 26 points. Jimmy Butler, who thinks he's one of the best players. You know, if you had the overprop on Jimmy Butler points, I get it. You know, he played like crap, shot like crap in game one. Team lost. You have to figure he's going to bounce back and play well last night. Laid an egg again. Not only did he score only 10 points, not only did Jimmy Butler also only go four of 10, and what's more alarming than anything else, he only took 10 shots in 32 minutes. Not only did he get uh, just uh, two rebounds, not only did he only get four assists, he was a minus 34 in the plus-minus rating. You know, that wouldn't be a bad thing for FanDuel. They got 150 gazillion props every single game, which is a beautiful thing. How about having 150 gazillion in one? How about being able to bet on a guy's plus-minus rating? Wouldn't be difficult to figure out. I mean, they list them after every single game. It's just an average, just like all the other props are. Just get the average of what the guy is and put it up there, and you think he's going to be a plus or a minus. Another little – that's not a bad little thing there, Wetzel. Not, not, not bad. You know what? Submit that, and we'll see. So I do like that. But Butler was a minus 34. What that means – in 32 minutes, what that means is that when Jimmy Butler was on the court, the Miami Heat were outscored by 34 points. In 32 minutes, oh, by the way, which means, you know, barely, but they were outscored over a point a minute when he was on the court. Wow. Now, none of the other starters were great either, but not minus 34. Ariza, minus 25. Uh, Adebayo, minus 18. None, minus 20. Robinson, minus 24. But minus 34? I don't know where Butler's head was at, but it wasn't in that game last night. Uh, there, there is just no way. 32 minutes, only 10 shots, scored only 10 points, wasn't getting rebounds, wasn't dishing out assists, wasn't even fouling. You can't even say he was in foul trouble. He only had one foul. Well, you're down one game to none, and you fail to show up, and you call yourself the leader of the team. And again, he likes to think of himself as like the, you know one of the main guys in the NBA. He's not. You know, the Heat had a nice run. He led him, but he he's not a superstar by any stretch. He's a good player. Normally, I'd say I'd take him on my team. I think he does care about winning, but boy, these first two games, you know, I'll deal with game number one. You, you know, guys miss that that happens four twenty two, but at least the effort was there. I don't, I didn't see the effort. I, I didn't watch a lot of it. It was a blowout. I kept on going back to the game. I was watching the hockey, flipping the channels, and I was you know kind of waiting for them to make a run and not never made a run, never made a run at all. So, but that is just, if you're a Heat fan, that's as disheartening as you can find. Again, you'll, I'll accept defeat that that happens, but when you don't even try, wow, that, that's awful. All right. So, NBA last night, you had just the two games, both favorites won, both games went over. Uh, so, the combo, obviously, of, uh, you know, the favorite and the over both hit yesterday. So, our playoff total so far. Favorites are now six and four straight up, four and six against the spread. Over under is five and five. Now, home teams uh, five and five straight up, four and six against the spread. We've uh, pretty split uh, favorite and overs twice, favorite and unders twice, dog and overs three times, dog and under three times. So no real uh, trend developing w- w- with that stuff, which is amazing how the boys in Vegas can 
land that sometimes just perfectly right right on the figure. So we got a bunch of other games. Surprising that there were only two games last night. Um, not you know you would think game you know or, or day number three of the postseason we would have had a bunch of other games last night, but uh, no, we just had two last night, and we got to three more later on tonight. Celtics and Nets, Lakers, Suns, and Dallas and Clippers. Well, I like all three games. It's, it, this could be a dangerous night. This really could be a dangerous night. I like the Nets. You know what? They're laying nine and a half on FanDuel against the Celtics. The Nets didn't even try in game one. Didn't even try. And they still won by double digits. Are the Lakers going to go down 0-2 to the Suns? I doubt it. Love to see it. And uh, the Clippers, are they going to go down 0-2? You talk about that system, right? This is it. Just like with uh, you know the Denver Nuggets, the, the LA Clippers losing game number one in that prime spot tonight. All right, we'll take a look a little bit closer on those games. That's next, opposite picks Tuesday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sorokin tonight. Now it comes all the way back. It goes by Evgeny Malkin. And again down to Tristan Jari. A steal. Josh Bailey scores! Josh Bailey on the turnover. In double overtime, the New York Islanders have won game five. Yeah, they did. It was a long, 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 long night in the NHL last night. NBC Sports there with the calls. The Islanders won a couple of overtime games. Uh, that one in double overtime. We had a triple overtime game between Edmonton and Winnipeg. Islanders do prevail in that one as they win it 3-2 and they take a 3-2 series lead heading back to Long Island for game number six. Boy, Sidney Crosby, maybe, just maybe, I hate to say this, Penguin fans, but uh, maybe we're seeing the end of one of the greatest players of all time. Although, you know, it's funny. They had a great stat yesterday that was on the broadcast. I'm watching a game, and uh, Islanders do win 3-2 again in overtime. Christian Jerry, the goalie for the uh, Penguins. Ugh, what a mope. 51 seconds into the double OT. He's got the puck. I, I don't know what the fudge he was trying to do. But he, instead of just handing the puck off to a teammate, you know, behind the net like goalies are supposed to do, this guy thinks he's going to score a goal, and he tries to pass the puck down the center of the ice. It's stolen by the Islanders. I don't know who he was attempting to get it to because there's nothing but Islanders around. And the Islanders make the steal just inside the blue line, and uh, Josh Bailey, in fact, was the guy, and he puts it in past Jerry's uh, left shoulder, game over. Islanders win 3-2. Just a horrible play. Just a horrible play. And he had been good all game. He's been okay this series, but uh, the, the Penguin goaltending is, is really what, uh, what has killed them. Sorokin for uh, the Islanders had 48 saves. So here's uh, you know just an indication of how good Wayne Gretzky is. Sidney Crosby, right? One of the greatest players of all time for sure. How many Stanley Cup rings does he have with, with Pittsburgh? Was it two, three, whatever it is? Been in a gazillion postseasons. He gets an assist last night. Oh, by the way, his first one. He's got one goal and one assist in five games. 33 years old. 
Hate to say it, Penguin fans, we might be seeing the beginning of the end for Sidney Crosby. He was not the same this year. Uh, he just wasn't. Uh, you know, following the shots on goal stuff, he, he was not the same. So anyway, he gets an assist, right? He's got 181 assists. He moves into eighth place on the all-time port, uh, point scoring list in NHL history. Playoff point scoring list. Eighth place. Pretty good, right? I mean, it is Sidney Crosby, one of the top you know, 20 players for sure, maybe 15, maybe even top 10, who knows, depending on how you consider the older guys of all time. 181 points, eighth place, Wayne Gretzky, who sits in the number one spot, has over 380. <laughs> when you consider how good Crosby is and has been, and then you consider Wayne Gretzky has over twice as many points in the postseason as Crosby has. That that kind of like every once in a while, you know, stats are thrown out there and analytics. You gave this, this, the launch angle and all these dopey little things, right? You don't have too, too many in the NHL. But there's enough out there that is nauseating when you hear stats. But every once in a while, a stat will come across the board that kind of puts it all into perspective. You know, Sidney Crosby, one of the greatest players of all time, postseason every single year. So you can't even say, you know, well, he doesn't play that many postseasons, Scott. 181 points, pretty good. Uh, moves into eighth place on the all-time list. And Wayne Gretzky has over twice as many as the number one guy. <laughs> Gretzky was just phenomenal. He was just just phenomenal. Uh, it is amazing. So where was I? I don't know. Islanders win 3-2 in overtime. Winnipeg beat Edmonton last night 4-3 in triple overtime. They sweep the series. Longest game in Jets history. Kyle Connor, one of our guys, game winner. Third straight game for those two teams uh, that went to overtime. So <coughs> we cashed in on our overtime props on them and, and the, uh, the Bruins and Washington Capitals. I'm sorry that both those series are over. They combined for six overtime games. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Uh, I, I can't believe Edmonton lost. Man, Connor McDavid, another failed postseason. Wow. Swept. One thing to lose, but they got swept. It's just another indication. Sometimes you can't predict this stuff. Edmonton was playing okay uh, to close out the season. Winnipeg, more importantly, stunk. They lost nine of their last 11 games heading into the postseason. They lost seven of the nine games that they played Edmonton in the regular season. I mean, nothing, 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 nothing pointed to Winnipeg winning this series. Edmonton home ice. And not only did Winnipeg win the series, they win it in a sweep. I don't know what the odds are. I'm figuring about seven, eight to one in a sweep. But wow, go figure, go figure. Uh, Florida beat Tampa Bay 4-1, cut the lightning lead to 3-2. That was a surprise. I thought the Tampa Bay would finish things up last night. Uh, good job by the, the Panthers staying alive there, overcoming an early 1-0 deficit. And this is one I didn't tell you about yesterday. I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. Minnesota beat Las Vegas 4-2 to avoid elimination. Very difficult. Now, we saw Winnipeg do it. Uh, so I'm not going to say it's impossible. And we saw Colorado sweep uh, St. Louis. But when you win three games, you take control of a series like Las Vegas did, you, you just have that natural letdown. You know, the one thing Winnipeg had the advantage over Edmonton was that, you know, their game was yesterday, and it was a double overtime loss for Edmonton. They had to be demoralized. So, you know, that kind of helped Winnipeg's cause last night uh, when they played two nights ago, I should say. Um, 
And Minnesota, they had a couple of days to kind of gather themselves after losing to, to Las Vegas and losing their third in a row. Very difficult. I will I will bet that dog team all the time, especially in a series that's not like 3-0. When it's 3-0, the team that's down 3-0 knows they're done, they're cooked, they don't try. That I understand. But when a team has at least one win and they've lost three in a row in the series, as Minnesota had, you know, because they won game one, I do like that. They were a nice, fat underdog. We gave it to you yesterday morning, and they, they went 4-2, to two, so they avoid elimination. So you got one team being eliminated in Edmonton, and you got two teams in Florida and Minnesota staving off elimination, cutting their series leads to 3-2. And now if you're Minnesota, now you go back to Minnesota. We have had a whole slew of success this year. Now they did lose two in a row to Las Vegas at home um, you know, the last week, but they got to feel comfortable going back home thinking, okay, you know what? We're, we're one step closer. It's not impossible to rally from, uh, you know, 2-1 down to, to get this win or 3-1 down to get the win. So how about our shots on goal, you ask? Oh, we did it again. Did it again. I hope you guys are cashing in. We gave you Crosby at two and a half. Now, these lines did move. I'll admit that. When I check later in the afternoon or, or you know early evening before the games, but I can only go by what we see when we see them in the morning. You know, I, I you know Crosby went to three, but you know what? It was two and a half yesterday morning. You know, I'm telling you to pull over the side of the road, put them in this morning. Don't don't wait till later on because these lines are only going to go up. But we gave you Crosby again. He had three, um, so he went over. Ching, we we laid off Rust. But he did have six. So if you didn't listen to me, shame on you. But if you you know if you went ahead and played Brian Rust anyway, one of our guys, um, he had six. So uh, good job by him. We did play Gensel though for uh, the Pens, and he had uh, five, so he won. So we're two and zero. Oh. Tyler Toffoli for Montreal. Yeah, another two shots on goal. Uh, that was a loser. Austin Matthews, his number was four. He had six. That's a winner. Uh, we didn't play Barkov because he's been hurt. So we played Hornquist, though, for Florida at minus uh, 132 and a half. He had six. That was a winner. We loved Connor McDavid, three and a half. He had four. That was a winner. Uh, we had uh, Kyle Connor. We play him all the time. He had four. That was a winner. We did have Kevin Fiala from Minnesota. He only had one. Uh, that was a loser. We had uh, Marchesol had three. That was a winner. And uh, we uh, laid off uh, Theodore because they posted his number at three, and that was a push anyway. So, winner Crosby one and zero, Gensel two and zero, Toffoli two and one, Matthews three and one, Hornquist four and one, McDavid five and one, Connor six and one, Fiala six and two, Marchesol winner seven and two, seven and two. We are now thirty seven up. 13 down and four pushes. 24 games over 500 with our shots on goal. <laughs> I tell you what, this is so easy postseason hockey. Wow. You know why? Because the Stars, one, they get more ice time, the, you know, the, the better lines. Two, we've had a decent number of scoring, you know, so you know, not that that equates to shots on goal per se, but it does give you an idea like, okay, goals are being scored. Offenses are, you know, kind of kicking into gear. I don't know if it's because they played these teams a gazillion times. You would think that would limit them, but, uh, you know, the, the main guys on each team, you know, are, are doing a decent job, and God bless FanDuel, they're keeping these lines modest. They're, they're, they're doing, you know, the Crosby could have been three, three and a half, Although he's really been two and a half, three all season. 
Um, you know, Matthews was four, but he had six. You're not going to get much higher than four. Uh, McDavid at three and a half w- was a gift. Unfortunately, they got swept. Otherwise, we'd have kept playing them. So, you know, the numbers have been decent. Easy pickings. I mean, just easy pickings. However, I'm going to do something I know I just shouldn't do. And I know you guys are going to hate me for it. So I gave my neighbor, I told my neighbor I loved Miami yesterday. And I said Denver as well. But, of course, you know, does he text me after the Denver win? No, of course not. He'll text me after the Miami loss. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he's texting left and right a zillion times. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, with, with question marks, Miami, 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 right? So no thanks for Denver. You know, no one and one, just lose the VIG. No, no. Okay. So I feel a little guilty. Maybe he didn't play Denver after the, the Miami went belly up. So... I'm gonna put the, the the jinx on us. I'm gonna I'm gonna send them our uh, hockey uh, shots on goal props for tonight, for the next couple of days. I need I owe them a couple of winners. So I hope the uh, the neighborly curse doesn't kill us. If it does, man, sorry boys. Opposite picks Tuesday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. What a play by Ethan Barry. hasn't played in over two periods, and he poke checks Wheeler driving to the net. And now, goal and opportunity. Kyle Connor shoots. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Yep, they did. Uh, and you are Scott Wetzel on a uh, Tuesday morning, 41 past the hour, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. That was your triple overtime game winner. Uh, I'd like to tell you I stayed up and watched. I, I could. I, I tried. You know, I had Edmonton in the series, and I'm rooting them on. And I just, you know, one overtime is like, that's it. I got to get a couple of hours sleep. I, I just have to. So, uh, but our guy, Kyle Connor, won. Uh, he's one of our overshots on goal guys that we play all the time. And, but uh, Edmonton uh, ended up losing. And stinking Connor McDavid. Now, he did help us. He he got, went three and one. His four games, he had two shots on goal. Uh, five, four, and four, and FanDuel kept it at three and a half, which is a beautiful thing. So he, he was nice to us, three and one, but, man, I can't believe they lost. I cannot believe Edmonton got swept by the Winnipeg Jets. Good gravy. It's, it is remarkable. So, yeah, seven and two, now 37, 13, and four. So we got only three plays later on today. Uh, we got our guy Dougie Hamilton of Carolina. His number has been three. Uh, over the uh, first four games of that Carolina series, uh, and he's hit the three of the four times uh, with a push on the other one, three, six, seven, and seven. Th- this is the beauty of these shots on goal. I'm telling you, I, I mentioned this before. You got to find some goofy little thing. I don't know what attracted me to this. You know, um, I'm trying to remember the first. We we started about midway through the hockey season. I think it was an Islander game that was going to be on. Or, you know, it may have been one of the um, – 
It may have been the Bruins-Penguins afternoon game that was going to be on NBC, the outdoor game, or one of those Sunday afternoon games. And I said, ah, you know what? There's nothing going on. Let me see what kind of goofy little props. And I think like some Bergeron jumped out of me. It was like two and a half. I was like, boy, he gets that in the first period. And I've I've been hooked since. And, And the beauty of it all is there are so few of us that play this stuff that, you know, they don't really change the lines. So, you know, my, my $2 is not exactly going to make FanDuel sweat. You know, <laughs> I mean, they're not exactly, we can go 100 and 0. And then, you know, we're not, they're not changing the lines of this stuff. But if you follow it, you know, you, you can get some bad lines, if you will, versus trying to figure out who's going to win the game. You know, forget about the NBA. You know, Denver wins by 50 last night. You know, Milwaukee wins by 70. I mean, who, who can figure that stuff out, right? You're better off just the consistency of shots on goal. So we got Dougie Hamilton. Uh, he's got three tonight against Car- with Carolina. Um, we're going to go back on Tyler Toffoli one more time. They, they play again after playing last night. Um, he's been a two-and-a-half, three-shot-on-goal guy all season, yet he's got two, two-and-two so far. You know, If we weren't winning, I would say jump off him. But we're playing with house money, so we're going to give this guy one more crack at it. And uh, I generally don't go over on fours because, I mean, obviously you need five shots on goal in order for you to win that play. That's a lot of shots on goal for anybody. It is. But you know what? With Austin Matthews, he's a shot machine, eight, four, and six. He averaged over four per game in the regular season. So why not? Uh, We will go over four on Austin Matthews as well since there's only a couple of games tonight. So Hamilton over three to Foley over two and a half for Montreal and Matthews over four for uh, Toronto. You know, here's a little uh, our WNBA play, by the way, uh, was a winner last night. Uh, Cha-ching, cha-ching. So our six club parlay, we're two and oh now with WNBA plays. We just, 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 I got to tell you, we got lucky. We we did. But you know what? Uh, Rather be lucky and win than uh, unlucky and lose. As the saying goes, they needed 10 points over the final 50 seconds. Dallas and the Liberty last night, 10 points in a 10-point game, which, you know, you need a couple of things to happen. You know, you need the team that's trailing by three, uh, trailing by 10 to hit a three, make it a seven-point game and make them think they're actually still in this thing. It really it comes down to like one possession. And it's a swing of like 10 points. You hit a three, you cut the lead to seven, you play the foul game. You miss the three with 50 seconds left. You're down 10, game's over, you don't foul, it's all done, right? Well, Dallas down 10, hit that three-pointer. They played the foul game. And to make a long story short, they hit a three-pointer with 10 seconds left. And the game goes to 169, 88 to 81. How about that? We won by the hook on a on a shot. <laughs> we did it 10 points in 50 seconds, and we got it. Oh, love those ladies. Love those ladies. We are now set. Check that. Eight. Eight and one in the WNBA plays I give you. I bring that up not necessarily to brag. But just I want to read an email I got. You know, you get so many of these scandy cappers, and, and this is just one of them. I, you know, so, some of them really go beyond the limit of just being comical. I won't tell you who it is. <clears throat> I don't want you to do that. I won't go that far. But a grand opening to the exterminator WNBA betting system I got, right, <clears throat> in this email last week. NBA, WNBA, rather, system has officially tipped off, and uh, today is the grand 2021 opening to my exterminator betting system. 
We closed out the NBA season with a 42-2 record using the champ betting system. They went 42-2, huh? Okay. Oh, sure you did. All right. The Exterminator WNBA betting system is my new breakthrough system that uh, we orchestrated and did past research and over the last 10 years would have won 75% of the time. Okay. Now, now it's starting to pile on. Okay, first you go 42-2 and two in the NBA. Now you would have gone 75% with your WNBA betting system over the last 10 years. Approximately 75%, it says. Plus, all records are fully documented and verified. Of course, do they say where and how? And can you see them? No, they just say they are. Okay, we'll, we'll trust you. It's, it's only gambling. And, and then they put the icing on the cake. If all that isn't enough BS for you. Recently, the Exterminator WNBA betting system went through the entire season 100% undefeated. <laughs> okay. You went an entire league undefeated. Sure. Okay. No. Oh, by the way, this is the first year they've done it. So somehow or another, they went undefeated previously, this being the first year. But. And, you know, to be fair, they're saying if they use this system in previous years, they would have gotten the entire season 100% undefeated. Now, I don't, what is that, 1-0, 2-0? You know, I mean, the crap that you get, the junk that you read, it, don't don't buy into it. Just don't. Now, the email address looks legit, but it does say click here to own your own copy of the uh, betting system. Uh, now, don't ever, as I tell my kids, don't hit any links. You know, they may be legit. Um, I, I, I doubt, very doubtful of the record that they're saying. That I don't believe. But, <clears throat> you know, when you make your email so over the top, it's like, no, 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 no. You know, it's like, oh, yes, you want a $100 gift certificate to uh, to Arby's there. No, don't hit that link, kids. Why not that? We want 100 No, no, no. Believe me, no, you didn't. You hit that link, your computer's going to blow up, okay? Don't hit any links for any email that looks like you've done something well because you haven't. Uh, you know, you got the Wetzel Black Cloud on you. It is what it is. You haven't won any lottery. You haven't won any gift certificates. You haven't won any birthday cards. You have not done anything positive. So don't hit any link. And this falls into that category. They make it so over the top that you'd be crazy to hit that link. So, uh, yeah, they, they, went, they went an entire season undefeated, 100%. I mean, some of the crap that you get, <clears throat> just don't don't believe that stuff, people. Just it sounds good. Everybody does go through some good streaks. Everyone goes through some bad streaks. You know, you get some emails that say, "Okay, this guy went ten and one of his last eleven picks." I, you know, I don't doubt that. You know, when you have a hundred guys working for you, someone's going to go ten and one. I mean, that, that that's really how it all equates to. Uh, it's a matter of numbers. You know, we have twenty guys picking games. Somebody get in a hot streak here, uh, and then we'll promote you this week. You know, next week it'll be you know the other guy down down the hall. So yeah, that WNBA betting system that went a hundred percent. Okay. I challenge you, you know, if you're listening to this show, I don't know if I just got on an email list, probably, or maybe they're a listener to the show. I challenge anybody, anybody, I'll give an opposite picks hoodie, sweatshirt, or jacket. Forget about the 100%. I won't even, you know, hold you to that. I won't even hold you to the 42 and 2. You give me 75% winners for a week. Uh, and that's with against the spread, not baseball by picking three to one favorites, because that's not winning. 
Give me 75% winners, WNBA, NBA, uh, over-unders, NHL. And uh, you do it for a week, and I will give you an opposite picks hoodie. And those things are invaluable. Those things are worth thousands. Of course, you can get them on my website for less than that. But, yeah, I I, got, I, I love this stuff that you just uh, – you went an entire season not losing. Okay. Wow. It, you know, and they just throw this stuff out there just to see who bites. You know, you may – you know, you throw something out there like that, and you may get 10, 15, 20, 30 people that say, okay, why not? We'll, we'll give him a shot, but uh, no. Uh, you want a WNBA winner? J- just stick with the morning show here. Just stick with opposite picks. Eight and one. That's verified. That is documented. We've been doing that. All right, so we got our six-club parlay. Just be pointed. Just, just be careful with some of the stuff. Everyone says they can win. It's not easy. You know that. I know that. You know, it's the one thing. I've told my friends this over the years. You know, guys, you know, women can be a little, you know, cranky, we'll say. Uh, and, and guys can be a little, you know, uh, be a little, little bitchy. The guys can. We can. Um, but it's the one thing that guys are looking for someone else to be smarter than them. You know, you, you can name, you know, you can count on one hand. You know, driving directions, I'm not stopping for direction. No way. That, that's a sign of weakness. You know, uh, ask a neighbor for help for something. No, nah, I'm, not, I'm not doing that sign of weakness. Um, you know, ask someone for help in a store. No, 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 I'll figure it out myself. You know, you, no, you never ask anybody for anything if you're a guy. You're as stubborn as stubborn can be, right? The one thing... That 99% of guys do do, though, is they think someone knows more than them when it comes to gambling. It's the one. There's a magical system out there. Uh, Someone's got inside knowledge. Every game is rigged. You're going to know about it. I'm not. You got a winner. I don't. And, uh, you know, you get emails like the one I just read. Uh, But they don't know. They really don't. So uh, we'll add on to our WNBA when the lines come out in hour number two, because there are a couple of games without seeing the lines. There are a couple of overs I like, uh, but overs have just dominated in the WNBA uh, this year so far. Season's a week old. They really have. So we're 2-0 and on that one, and we hit with Denver laying a point and a half in our other six club parlay. So we're just getting started with those two. We'll add on to that one uh, as well. I tell you, I, I do. I must say, I am seriously considering the Lakers. We may have to put the Wetzel Black Cloud on the Lakers, um, and I don't even know if the Black Cloud's going to be uh, black enough to to have the Lakers not win tonight. I mean, are the Lakers going to fall 0-2 to Denver? Yet they're only a point and a half favorite. That would be great. Oh, that would be something if they did. All right, we'll take a quick little break, and uh, we'll update our poll question, which we've yet to get to on this Tuesday morning. Opposite picks, Sports Good Radio, Sirius XM 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm looking at these shots on goal. Uh, they got Dougie Hamilton uh, three, but it's minus 152. Ooh, the boys at FanDuel getting a little wise on us here. Um, I don't like laying a buck 52, but I will. I just won't go as crazy as I would have had it been three, you know, three flat like it uh, had been earlier in the week. But keep, you know, as long as they still have it at three, I, you know, it's it's the one where I'd, <clears throat> I'd rather lay the odds and have it at three than I would have it at three and a half even money. Because you'd be surprised how many times it, it does come right on the number. I mean, as I pointed out before, it is really, really right there. Um, you got Austin Matthews four, right? Uh, laying a buck twenty-four. That's not too bad. I told you, you know, he's a, he's a shot machine. And then Tofoli is still two and a half. Um, I'm gonna get, like I said, I'll give him one more crack at it. But I do like the Matthews one. Uh, they're up two-one in the series, uh, but he he re- he gets a gazillion minutes ice time. You know, there's no reason for him not to get four and really five or six. So he's one of the rare guys I would go over with. So uh, those are the three plays. There's only two games on the ice tonight. Our poll question, uh, you know, let's talk about Julio Jones. And uh, where should, not necessarily will he, but where should Julio Jones be traded to? I put the Green Bay Packers. What better way to make amends with Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, really. I uh, put the Miami Dolphins, you know, they, they want to consider themselves a win-now team. Uh, they had a nice little, uh, you know, they got the Waddle, the wide receiver from Alabama, but uh, you want to throw a real big-time proven wide receiver for uh, two attacks. Uh, I put Seattle to make amends even further with uh, Russell Wilson, and then I put the proverbial other. So, so far, other leading the way. We're getting a bunch of Patriots and, and a few others in there. Green Bay, 26%. Seattle, 16 And the Dolphins, almost 8% of the vote. So go to your opposite pick speed, uh, get your vote in, and we'll update that a couple of times in hour number two. That is next. we got opposite picks next hour. We'll run down some of the baseball stuff that we didn't touch on the hour number one and uh, all the trends and, and picks that we have as well. All on this Tuesday, opposite picks, Sportsman Radio.